Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. This is the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. For as long as we use oil in our cars, planes, and homes, we will always have to transport it from the oil well to the refinery. And if that travel is by sea, then there is risk of oil spills and possible catastrophic consequences to marine life. However, scientists are now working on a new type of detergent that could be used in the event of an oil spill at sea. Traditionally, these detergents or dispersants work by breaking down the oil so it can be diluted, and then leaves nature to break it down even more. But such dispersants often use chemicals that are harmful to the environment too. The new type works a bit like a magnet and actually attracts or repels oil so that it can then be properly scooped up. It doesn't leave any residues in the water, and if seabirds get covered in thick oil, then the new magnetic detergent could actually suck it off the bird with much less harm. There is still a lot of development to be done with this product, but hopefully, oil spills might be less harmful to the environment in future. This time of year is flu season, and that means taking extra care to keep healthy and not spread germs. However, in an unusual step, scientists in Europe have agreed to stop research into the H1N1 flu virus. This is still a very dangerous virus, but at least it can't be transferred in the air, only by touching infected animals. But the European research was to investigate the effects of the virus if it ever did become an airborne virus. However, as new, probably deadlier strains of the virus would need to be developed by the scientists in order to do the research, this was deemed too dangerous. Just in case the information on deadly strains of the virus was leaked, or if a new strain of the virus itself was released into the air. The risks of this happening was considered to be more than the benefits of the research. So, for the moment, research into airborne variants of the H1N1 virus have been suspended until the risks can be better identified. The problem with many websites is that they need passwords to be secure to enter your account, and although that makes them safer, it also means that we have to remember numerous passwords. But if someone else gets your password, then they can access your information. So scientists are now working on new ways for people to identify themselves on a computer or website that wouldn't involve remembering a password. Already, there are some systems that use electronic fingerprints or even scanning the iris in your eye, both being unique identifications. But new systems hope to identify you in different ways by the way that you actually do things on your computer. So perhaps the way you hit the keyboard or move your mouse, maybe the way you talk or the way you put sentences together. The hope is to make a so-called active authentication system of identifying users in a much more secure way than a password does now. Science! 
There are more and more tiny electronic devices that are being used by people with some medical conditions to keep them healthy. But doctors envisage more devices being inserted inside the body to help with other organs in future, such as for use in an artificial kidney. The problem with any device inside the body is that it needs power, whether that's from a long-lasting battery or a wire connected to the skin. However, scientists are now working on a new type of rechargeable battery that is recharged by music. Bass beats in music, if played at a certain range of frequencies, are used to recharge a battery that is placed inside the human body, so that no other connection is needed or battery needs to be replaced. The new system still needs a lot of development, but it could be a lifeline to people in future, especially if you like music. Man is still learning a lot about whales. Up until the 1970s, we nearly hunted the giant sea creatures to extinction, but since then their numbers have improved greatly, even though some countries still defy the global ban on whaling. One of the features that many whales show is an ability to sing, but new research has shown that whales on different sides of the Indian Ocean sing differently. The humpback whales sing very complex songs that can last for around 30 minutes. But the ones on the western side of the Indian Ocean sing in one style, but ones on the eastern side, near Australia, seem to sing differently. Of course, there's nothing strange about people having different musical tastes, and so it seems that whales are no different. And that's it for the Teen Time Science blog for this week. I'm Neil Chase, and I'll be back again next week with more from the science world. <laughs>